Right, so welcome to today's Inklecast. Today we're not just releasing an episode of the podcast, we're also going live with a tiny little game that we've been uh, jamming over the past week, and also uh, an open source bit of code that you can throw into your Unity projects to interface with Ink, which we hope will hope writers and uh, developers all around the world to uh, use Ink in their games. Um, so I'm Tom. I'm John. And I'm Joe. So, exactly what is it we're actually releasing today? I've got opportunity leave, so I don't even know. What are we doing? <laughs> so, we've released a little uh, project called The Intercept, which actually, I think you wrote. That's I true. No, I do remember it. writing that, yeah. Somewhere <laughs> in the distant pre-baby past, I remember writing that. And it's a little open source Unity project that we put together sort of as an example of the sort of thing that you can do in Ink, and you can take that package and you can hack it apart, and you can see exactly how easy it was for us to put together. Um, and it's also a cool little game that you can go out and you can download it right now. It's about five to ten minutes long, uh, and we think it's a really great little story. Yeah, John, do you want to talk about the intercept a bit? Yeah. Okay. So um, it's called the intercept. It's called the way. intercept. Yeah. <laughs> Some people might recognise it already because it's an example we've had on our website to show off Inklewriter, our web-based format, for quite a long time. And so when we released Ink, we had a few people sort of saying, "What?" Well, it would be good to have something to help us get up to speed quickly, to get started quickly. So we thought we'd put together a, a game that you can take and, you, and it just works and you can hack into it and you can change the contents and whatever. So we thought, well, okay, we need some content for this. So we went back to that Inkle Writer story and we pulled it off and we got it into Ink and we reformatted it and we ended up rewriting the whole thing. So the insect is set in Bletchley Park in the 40s and it's about the code breakers who cracked... The Enigma machine. It's not a massively accurate piece of historical <laughs> drama. It's semi-researched, which is my favourite kind of writing. Um, and it's uh, one interrogation in which you are being interrogated as a possible traitor and suspect. Because you're a sort of Alan Turing type character. Yeah, you're right? very much an Alan Turing sort of character, but you're definitely mm. not actually Alan mm. Turing. But it has some of the uh, same themes even, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it has some of the same themes of kind of the position of... Um, that kind of person in the world. So there are several things that were unusual about Turing. He was obviously a homosexual. He was obviously a genius. He was obviously extremely far ahead of everyone else in terms of mm. his ideas about the mechanization of information. Um, and he was incredibly awkward and difficult to work with, put into this military environment under very high pressure, which is a really interesting situation. And one of the most interesting things that I discovered after we released the first version of the game was a researcher at Bletchley Park actually contacted me and said that one of the interesting things huh. was that homosexuality at Bletchley Park wasn't frowned on. They kind of all knew and they didn't care because the people were doing such important work. They really just didn't care who they were or what they mm. were doing. And it was only afterwards, after the war ended, that mm -hmm. suddenly Turing was a criminal and right. came to a very unhappy end. The story doesn't really reflect that because that's something I learnt later, mm. which is really interesting. But it sort of it plays with that. It tries to be really just a sort of a two-handed play. Something I've been wanting to do for a while is just writing tight little dialogue. So hopefully, it's a tense little bit of of dramatic kind of dramatic action with an interesting sort of mechanical mm. twist. Mm. This has been a really fun project for all of us, actually. So it's, it's been a it's just been a fun. Um, example story for you to write. It's been a fun story for uh, Tom to work on because we sort of did the the actual technical side of this as a sort of a two-day game jam. So I got the opportunity to do some 
design and uh, kind of visual design work without having to actually build it as I usually have to do for, for the rest of Inkle's projects. And then Tom had uh, a couple of days to put this together and build it. Um, yeah, it's been really nice. Like I get to write without worrying about game mechanics. You get yeah. to draw without worrying about programming. Exactly. And Tom gets to code without with a very clear deadline. <laughs> <laughs> but it was nice because it was my Without first... feature creep. <laughs> it was my first start-to-end Inkle project, so mm. it was actually quite yeah. cathartic for me. So I've been yeah. here about a year. And yes, I've always been in the middle of something. So mm. it's been really relieving. It's really satisfying. Yeah, yeah so. absolutely. So it'll be nice getting something out there that I feel my name actually belongs on. So it's a project that we're all kind of proud of because it's, it's, it's worked out quite nicely and it's, yeah. and it's good to be able to release it for free. Yeah, so. absolutely. One of the things that's been really exciting for me as well is I started off redrafting it using the, the test framework for Ink. So that's what we've already released so far. And then at some point, Tom brought online the Ink plugin for Unity. Now, I'm not a Unity expert, so I'm going to say this all wrong, I'm sure. But there's a little window that you can drop your file into and play your story. And it will also reload Ink changes in the game immediately. So at that point, I suddenly had a really tight testing cycle inside mm. Unity where I could tweak the script, run it again, tweak the script, run it again. And I haven't had a cycle that tight for redrafting really at any point in our history, actually. Yeah. Like, yeah. we had that on iOS, but the build time on yeah. iOS is we've, all, we've always had testing frameworks, but now, finally, we've got the Unity point tools to the point where they're better than anything we've used before, which is yeah. incredible. You can just edit an ink file, go into Unity, and... It's all there it's and already ready. Data. Yeah. It's already recompiled it. Assuming it, it, it does work. Yeah, I can it, yeah. confirm that it does <laughs> yeah. work. I mean, it was something that I actually did in my spare time just because I really wanted to like play around with ink. But even though I'm a programmer, I suck at command line stuff. And the way that you had to compile ink before was to have to type in some stuff in terminal. I didn't really understand it. And you guys obviously know the language. So it was less sort of hassle for you. But for me, I thought, oh my god, what is all this? Um, so with Joe's help, we sort of got this compiler system all working within Unity. So you don't need to do anything. You just write your story and then you can play it. That was sort of my intention. Mm. So there's two parts to the plugin that we've released. The first part is the compiler, um, which hopefully is entirely invisible. So when you write your ink, um, you're sort of writing in a language that I suppose you could say we've totally made up. And then it spits out another file that your computer can then actually read and you can play it. Um, which is the other part, so you've got the player, so it spits out a JSON file, and you drag that file into this ink player window, which is in Unity, um, and then you can step through your story just like you would in the game. So you it's almost like a, it's sort of like a preview window for your story, because yeah, although absolutely. you can integrate the ink script into your game, you can also use this ink player just to you know, um, step through your story um, without actually running the game itself. Yes, yeah, exactly. Um, and I'm sort of treating it a bit of a debugger as well. So you can mm. see all the variables that you've got in your story in real time, and you can edit them if you want to try something out, or you can divert directly to a not in the story if you want to save some time, or you can save, uh, save out a state. Yeah, the saving and reloading a state, that's the, that's the big feature that the test framework doesn't have at the moment. So if you're <laughs> testing a long story, that's completely invaluable. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I had no idea how you'd ever test your stories before. I suppose you could just Laboriously well. or with hacks? Right. <laughs> okay. the yeah, so I mean, from my point of view, because I, I mean, I, the reason I'm so happy with it is that I feel I'm capable of using it as an, I'm, I'm sort of capable of promoting it as an indie, not just as a member of Inkle, um, because I genuinely believe in the potential of this of this piece of software for developers. I'm planning on sort of using it for Luden Dare next weekend. I'm probably going to plug it on their forums as well, <laughs> see if I can get anybody else to use it. Um, because it really is just that easy to build, and there's nothing really out there that lets you write a story 
um, interactively in quite quite as much speed and versatility. Yeah. So the whole thing is going open source, right? The, the, yes, the, every, yeah. every single part of that is going open okay. source. Including the intercept. So the intercept is going open oh, source. Oh, does that mean people will fix my typos for me? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> well, I'll send you bug reports anyway. Oh, okay, all right, well, that's something. Oh, I might submit pull requests. So oh, yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> um, so we've fixed my historical accuracy as well. <laughs> so we're going open source with the intercept. We're going open source with the Inc. Unity integration package, which... Um, then becomes the primary place that um, developers should go to, writers and developers should go to, in order to start using Ink. They just need to download this package, uh, stick it in Unity, and they're ready to go um, with uh, Ink in their so game. So no more messing around with command lines. Exactly. At all. Exactly. So it's really quite a big step, actually. Yeah, yeah. And we're still doing this for free, aren't we? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. If anyone um, wants to send us a cake or something, that would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> And with this release, that basically brings Ink to a kind of version one, I guess, a kind of completed state. I think I'm still, I still, still feel like we should stay in beta. <laughs> Just well, possibly even alpha so still. Use like our beta shield. On the, on, the one, yeah. on the one hand, yeah, we have most of the features in there right now. I think there's, I, I think I still feel like we shouldn't lock down just yet in terms of... Okay. Certain features. Because okay. it's interesting that since we went live, we've had quite a good... Uh, pick up of interest. We've had quite yeah. a lot of people get in touch, and people are starting to have ideas about different ways they might want to push the language. So we've mm. had people making more sort of roguelike RPG games, looking for more kind of numerical interfaces, mm -hmm. and we've been looking at people making Java implementations and JavaScript implementations and standalone players and all this mm. sort of thing. So uh, I, we're not going to be doing any of that those particular specifications, are we? Mm. That's kind of the idea that we have our kernel. So. Yeah, we're just going to build our games on top of it. Yeah, yeah we're going to make our game. Right. <laughs> Although personally, you know, just as like Tom as indie, I'd love to try doing some wrappers. Like I've been saying, I think like sorcery, the sort of the, the sorcery model, sort of treating stories almost a board game. You're stepping across and having sort of nuggets of story at each location, which is what 80 Days does as well. I'd love to see like a, a framework for that in Ink, in Unity, and it would be relatively easy to put together. I think it'd be really great just to allow writers to create that kind of game that's just sort of location-based storytelling. Mm. So I would really like you to make that as well, because like not that I have any free time, but I would like to write more of those stories. Yeah. I think it's it's possibly like a useful concept in general that I hope that developers decide to produce little frameworks for that use Ink to produce different styles of game, where it, whether it is a sorcery style game or a visual novel style game. And in fact, there's a post on the GitHub issues page for the official Ink uh, repo um, where people, where there's someone who's um, gone on and asked what people would like to see. And I, I think if that takes off if more people produce templates I think that could be really exciting um, mm. and a way to kind of kickstart um, all sorts of different narrative projects. So that's, that's really the interesting thing isn't it that ink is is a great framework for doing the actual writing the actual mm. words but exactly. if you want to make a game with it you still have to build all of those interfaces that mm. your game's going to run on but if people start to make templates then exactly. we can start to get to a more productive community exactly. and that's, really knock out game. And that's part of the reason that we've pre produced the intercept is as a single template, basically, as yeah. a particular type of game and the most obvious type of game that uh, we can think of um, that you could use Ink for. Mm. I so gone. No, I was just thinking it's quite interesting with the intercept because it's quite a minimal 
presentation really there's some text effects but it's mostly just words on paper but mm. when we were talking about it we were saying well the story has a little bit of a sense of location and a little bit of a sense mm. of inventory mm. like you could imagine people coming along and saying well okay i'm just gonna add a little inventory overlay yeah to the, i do i do wonder whether the story i do wonder whether people are going to use the intercept directly like on the one hand the visual style of it is very specific to that era and that kind of and tone and tone feel. The story, yeah. um, but on the other hand, it's not so difficult to uh, change some of the text animation, change the font, change little bits here and there. Maybe you make a horror game because it would be easy to yeah. to do that, for example. So let's see. I, I do like the idea. You could take the intercept and just swap the murky background out for the pink, <laughs> and then swap the soundtrack <laughs> for like jazz, and suddenly you've got a rom com machine. Pack a pig. Yeah, well, <laughs> Can we set that as an official challenge to the community? Right. Pig wrong com. I was just thinking, rewrite the intercept script with minimal changes to make it into a rom com. So instead of it being an interrogation in an army hut, it's more a kind of dinner for two with fish and wine. You know, I'd love to do an inkle like jam, like an ink jam. I've been mm. saying this for ages, and now it is open source. It's something we could do. Yeah, yeah, I would love to do an inkle jam too. We did actually do an inkle writer writing competition. Right back, back when we started, yeah, I guess year. we didn't have much visibility as a, mm. as a company at the time and we didn't get a very large number of entries, we did alright. And the quality was sort of middle middling at best. There, there are a few really good ones at there the were, upper end, yeah, we, which we, I guess is that that's just standard that's for a competition. Yeah, we it? put out an app of the, the 10 best, which is still on the, uh, still on the app store. Um, but it would be really interesting now that I think there's a much wider community of people who are interested in Ink and like the game can the game jam community is much bigger than the interactive writing community anyway. Yeah. That it would be really interesting if people were interested in that. All of that stuff is available for people to download right now, is that right? <laughs> That's right, yeah. I'll put a link on the SoundCloud page and Jay, what's the URL we can get to? Um, so you can find about uh, find out find out more about Ink and the Intercept at inklestudios.com slash ink. Mm -hmm.